Welcome to the Church Digital Podcast. Through this podcast, we'll talk about the technological innovations within the church. But more than tech for tech itself, we'll address deeper questions. Is disciple making possible digitally? How should we approach the digital mission field? Can a biblically grounded church operate in digital space? Oh, and where does the metaverse fit into all this? Whether you're a big or small church, an established church or a startup church plant, the Church Digital's goal is to help churches like yours learn to be a multiplying church, digitally and physically. Our heart, that churches like yours would discover a newfound focus on disciple making that will revolutionize your church. And now, here's your host, Jeff Reed. Well, hey everybody, and welcome to the Digital Church Podcast. I'm Mark Jeff Reed. Is unfortunately not able to be with us because you're saying I'm Mark Jeff Reed. Uh, hi, hi, I'm Mark Jeff Reed. Uh, no, Jeff Reed is unable to be here. The the normal host. Has anybody ever hosted the Church Digital Podcast without Jeff? You did. I have. Andy once. did. Yeah, and okay. then everybody's you favorite have. episode. Yeah, yeah, it's the most played. Ooh. <laughs> the most played it's episode. The most played episode. <laughs> yeah, it's the most played. Um, Perception is. Yeah, and so uh, we're here. Loop playing all the yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. He just Don't listens tell. to it. Yeah. It's at home Thanks, on Dad. his server. Um, but we're here because all of us are currently at Exponential in Orlando, and we're hanging out. And Jeff is off schmoozing. networking, schmoozing. Oh, yeah, I might be napping. Yeah, he's, right now. Yeah, he's like, I can't make it. I have a yeah. scheduled nap uh, in the vendor hall behind a table somewhere. So he's doing that. It's um, next year. You're not, you don't yeah. have gold status yet. Yeah. Yeah. Next year I'll schedule. So we're here and we're just gonna be talking about our experiences at Expo. Um, and because Expo is like the resounding thing that I've heard in like every session I've been in and everything is, um, like this constant drive of like, this is the way we did it in the church. It's not working. Mm. And so there's so much innovation. It's been everything from digital ministry to jujitsu ministry, uh, to, you know, barbecue, barbecue, barbecue ministry, yeah, pressure washing pastors. Um, like what? there's a pressure washing pastors booth here. Yeah. 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 Moving from pressure washing simulator into becoming a pastor who pressure washes, uh, brewing or brewing pastors. Pastor. And I was like, that oh, doesn't sound like a pressure washing pastors. Yeah. We line up all the pastors. Pressure youth ministry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so in all of that, like we're here, we've got a lot of innovators who are here in the room and on camera with us. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, the amazing Airbnb that we're getting the chance to stay at together. Um, it's really good. It's like fine. I guess you haven't stayed in you enough Airbnbs, like, man. When you when you get an Airbnb with cheese under the comforter, then you know you've arrived. Andy, Andy sleeping shredded. on an air mattress in a laundry yeah, room yeah, right now. Sleeping in the laundry room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been great. I can chew on the air. Yeah, it was that warm. Yeah, wow. it's an air mattress that I brought from home. But yes, I do have a bed. Yeah, I brought it with me and paid to sleep in there. Yeah, I remember. Just please don't tell Bay Hope that this episode is airing um, <laughs> as they sent you and we put you on your own air mattress yep. in the laundry room. Yep. Um, so we're going to introduce everyone who's on the call or if you're watching on YouTube on the video today. My name is Mark. I am the lead of Attic Pastor of Lux Digital Church. And this uh, next to me is Bubba, um, who is the CEO and founder of Love Thy Nerd, which we'll talk about in a little bit. We got Flat Cap Dapper pastor who's a physical church pastor but also doing a lot of experimenting and live streaming on Twitch and getting into that. We have Jate from Jate Live uh, 
who is here with us. And if you listen to the podcast for any length of time, you've already heard Jade on the podcast. Not two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, wow. Actually, you. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're on more than. Are you like the yeah, number time one? Time. It's like you or Tyler Sansom who's been on the most, probably. Mm. Right? Mm. You were the yeah. first ever. Mm. Were you the first ever? First stream. You were close. I was on like. I was on like the sixth episode, I think. Number one, okay. number one. No, I don't know what the first episode six. Number one. It might, have, it might have just been Jeffrey. I was on the least played episode. Um, we have Annie Mage from Bay Hope Church, but also uh, our director of on-demand ministries at Lux Digital Church. Matt from Love I Nerd, uh, who's here with us, and uh, we have Zach, who's here from Storyland Studios, um, but also just a, a big part of planning and the vision behind the Megazord Summit, which uh, we've talked about in this season specifically of the Church Digital podcast because every person who's on for the most part so far I think has, was at Megazord and so uh, the, the whole spirit yeah well flat I, flat I don't flat cap's going to be on another episode and I don't know if that's going to be um, after this after this one after this okay one. yeah so it's true of the people who've been on thus far uh, on this season so um, but I want to give you guys each a chance just to share a little bit about your heart and why you're on the church podcast and why you are um, you know like why you're in the ministry and thing that you're in and we'll start with Matt. Um, and Bubba first, and you guys can each share a little bit about LTN and we'll go around. Yeah, so Love That Nerd is um, amazing, super dope. We really uh, I, love I it. I agree. Yeah. Yes. That's all for The thing that we are doing is good and pass on to the next person, please. Yeah, I hate to be the guy who has to go after that. Uh, no, so we, we're a ministry that exists to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. And we do that in a billion different ways. The three major ways and avenues that we take are we take a relational approach to outreach and evangelism that we believe we have to earn the right to speak truth into someone's life. Um, not speak truth at them. You don't have to earn that right. But to speak it actually into the life and have it see change happen. We think you got to earn that right. And we don't just think it. We've kind of seen that in our context mm-hmm. to be true. We also have thoughtful content because we want to see people actually engage with the content that they're consuming, both um, Christianly and critically. And so it's it's not just enough for you to watch the latest Marvel movie, but we want to have legitimate conversations about that. We're not going to find the Jesus character in every single one of those things um, because I don't think it's a one-to-one. And when you do that, it breaks down immediately. Yeah, certainly not in Star Wars Episode Nine. We're not going to find it there. Oh, oh, yeah. Hold on, there's an easy um, Okay, let's, that one. Yeah. We don't, we don't connect yeah. the Bible to abomination, <laughs> okay? Well, it's Spock. So so we do that, um, you know, and then, I mean, we, we really have intentional community. Like, the, there's this word that we talk about all the time, Greek word koinonia, and it is intentional fellowship. And that's really what we try to create as best as we're able to do online, in person, in a million different spaces. Yeah, we're looking for those shared experiences with people like yeah. being nerds and gamers. It's super easy to sit down or sit down online or wherever it is and just be able to play a game, share an experience, and then develop that real conversation, a real relationship with them. And the whole reason we do any of that stuff is so that we can share the heaviest truth, which is that Jesus loves you. And we want you to have the opportunity to come to know Jesus in the same way that we do, knowing that people are not projects. They're absolutely people and they may never get there, but that doesn't mean that we stop. And so we're able to do that. It's transferable to any area, but we just happen to use nerd culture being pop culture stuff, you know, video games, board games, comic books and movies. That's what we do. Awesome. It's always so great. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, one of the things that I I really enjoy about Love Thy Nerd and Matt and Bubba is they really do, in many ways, 
you can say we do these three things, but in so many other ways, every one of those things is revolving around that shared experience, right? Yeah. Everything is around shared experience, which 100%. shameless plug, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, then you should also know that there's a book out by Jeff Reed and Dr. John Harris um, called Sharing Jesus Online that talks about the power of shared experiences in our culture and why gaming really, and the book isn't about that, but in our context, why gaming is such an, a really powerful shared experience, I would say, especially for men. Um, I'm not saying that women don't game, but there's something about with men when we have something to do with our hands that allows us to connect in a deep emotional and relational way. Fight. LTN does that really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fight. I mean, yeah. The statistics fight. actually are that 48% of women surveyed actually um, are gamers. Hmm. So so there's a rising, yeah, I love, I, I, that's, you don't need that to is true, you know? that is true. I don't know the numbers, yeah. but that is true. There's a lot of female gamers. Being a man. But, yeah, but my point is, is that, that for a lot of women, they're able to sit and just like catch up, right? And a lot of us as guys, we need something to do with our hands in order to do that. LTN does that in spades really well. And Dr. John and in, in, in Jess book talks literally about that. And it's on the website and you can search for it on Amazon and it's an ebook and a physical book. So check it out. Flat Cap, tell us a little bit about what you're doing because physical church pastor exploring in the digital space. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like, you're not a gamer, so, but you're in gaming space right now. So it's kind of new to you. And, but you've been in it now for what, like a year? Have you been doing live streaming for uh, over a year? I haven't been doing live streaming for, well, I've been over a year. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Okay. I thought uh, so. Probably a year and a half. Okay. So I've only actually been on Twitch for two years. Okay. And, uh, I heard my kids constantly talk about Twitch when they were back in middle school and high school. And they talk about, I'm going to go watch somebody play video games. And I'm like, why don't you play the video game yourself? Why are you watching someone else? And oh, I, you were one of those. I was one of those yeah, dads, no. yes, exactly. And I had no idea why I would ever want to go over there. And then I, I, do, I do a thing with uh, pastors where I bring them together uh, so that we are, and it's with Barnabas uh, Ministries, they do John 17, 23 groups because we want to have unity. And I really, really believe in that. So... Uh, get a, get a, guys across town or gals and we get together and we're all pastors and we're all on mission and we're sharing lives together. We're trying to do that. And uh, in the middle of COVID, uh, a guy uh, that some of you, I know he's been on the podcast before, uh, Pastor Brock VR, knew him in real life. We got together and I listened to him talk about, I'm doing, you know, VR stuff and I'm, I'm doing all this stuff for like two and a half years. He just kept talking about talking about it. And in the middle of COVID, I resigned from what I was doing and sitting home feeling sorry for myself, which, you know, you do when you have that happen. Sure. And I said, I guess I'll go watch him. I got nothing else to do. And boy, the people that were there just loving on me when I showed up, I'm like, I have, I've not experienced this in a church. <laughs> why is this happening here? And why have I not known about it? And so he started doing this right away. He kept saying, hey, go follow him. He's going to stream. And I'm going, no, I'm not. <laughs> Why would I ever do that? No. So actually, uh, Alice in the Palace was the first one that followed me. Mm. It was like he said it, and she instantly followed me, and I'm like going. Who are you? No, and yeah, why would you do that? Jake gets a percentage of that following. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all yeah. kickback. So, it's all big circle. Yeah. So so hanging out there for a while. I started streaming, and all I and and I started working in churches who are struggling. They may close, they may not close, but they don't know what they're doing. And so that's what I'm doing part-time real life So because I have to eat. And then I got addicted to, and I'm going to say that, I got addicted to being online and reading through the Bible. And that's what I do. It's like 
that isn't like the what 0.1% of people who are probably on Twitch is I spend two hours reading through the Bible Monday through Friday. Maybe okay. like you and three other people. Yeah, me and three other say. people. Yeah. yeah, I'm not counting those that just put it on autoplay. I'm, yeah. I mean, they're actually yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just been a blast. And then as I'm doing that and engaging with people, um, I shifted because I, I actually had been streaming worship services for 10 years live before COVID. But our only intent was when you're sick and you're home or you're you're going down to Florida, with, you know, for the middle of winter, because I'm in Michigan, mm-hmm. it's uh, you can still watch and still be connected. And I suddenly realized what I was doing was missing a mission field. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm trying to figure out that's why I'm an expo. It's like, OK, God, you want me to plant a digital church? I don't know what it's supposed to look mm-hmm. like. But it is, I have to know the culture and I have to know who the target is and I have to figure all that out. And that's why I'm here at Expo trying to figure all that out. Oh, cool. So awesome. Jay, I mean, obviously, the, a lot of the podcast community knows you, knows about your story, probably follows your stream, to be honest with you. Um, ah. tell, but tell us a little bit about uh, just a brief synopsis on what you're doing and uh, what you're doing on Twitch. Yeah, uh, I play video games. Um, you know, uh, living. Well said. Yeah, yeah well said. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I do. I get to play video games and all of them. Um, every game. Every, every video game. Um, just get to hang out and chat with people, and hopefully get a real relationship with them. Um, my goal in general is to have fifty percent of the stream be non-Christian. So yeah, like I mean, cool. People should come and follow and like support for sure. But my goal is not really uh, for probably the people listening to this podcast, but it's mostly as an outreach as like a missionary. So, um, but I play games and I pray for people. And through that, I get to have a real relationship that hopefully leads to deeper conversations and questions. Um, On Saturdays, we go through a chapter of the Bible while playing a video game. And um, usually those take about like three to four hours for us because there's a lot of questions that come in. So that's, that's the majority, I would say, of my my ministry is mostly just like actually being active in people's lives and trying to remember everybody's names and trying to uh, remember what their prayer requests were and uh, just have a you know just be a friend and through that get to get to pray for them and I don't know it all kind of works out God works it all out in a wash so and you haven't visited Jate live yet like I know Jate saying we want 50% of my chat and Mm -hmm. things to be but go lurk even because I think the big thing for me is when I'm trying to help people understand what's happening on Twitch Jate is a really good person to direct people to even if you're just sitting there and you're not interacting and you're just listening because you begin to understand not the entertainer side like if you come to Twitch you might go watch someone who's 50, 60,000 people watching them and you're like I don't really I, okay it's entertaining whatever kind of get it um, but I don't play it's pretty good but when you when you come to Jate stream you realize the genuine community and family and connection that happens there that's very uh, unique to the space but yeah. that Jate leans in to really, really well, which is why I encourage people when I talk to them and they're like, well, what's going on there? I, mm-hmm. Like, go watch Jade's stream. Like, go hang out there for a day and just 
listen and just see what's happening because it's a it's a really it's a really perfect example. And, and he'll be online the whole day. Yeah, yeah, so, he, yeah, will, yeah. he doesn't need a Discord server. Yeah, or, he's or online all the time. Uh -huh. yeah. Yep, or he's night. there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, depending on his sleep schedules at that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, Andy, yeah. uh, tell us a little about. Uh, I mean, you are once again kind of like Flat Cap. You are in two worlds: one where you're involved with us at Lux with a fully digital church, but then you're also an online pastor at a very physical church. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about like your your narrative and and your stuff. Yeah, uh, digital pastor for Bay Hope Church, been there for three and a half-ish, going on four years uh, now, and was there before COVID started, kind of was doing the whole thing. They needed, they were streaming to a couple thousand people every single Sunday and didn't know what to do with these people for over 10 years. And so they were like, hey, we need a pastor. I was a worship pastor up in Atlanta, and long, you know, long story there, but ended up in Tampa, and that's where Bay Hope is, and really started kind of getting my feet uh, under the desk and then COVID happened and then the entire world changed in terms of streaming. And it was kind of a boon that I was there at the time. And so I got, kind of got to see a lot of the transformation with a lot of churches was kind of consulting and helping a lot of smaller to mid-sized churches get their feet up or get their, you know, their, their platforms up during COVID. And what I found was that they were missing the engagement piece a lot. They were missing the actual engagement, that weird kind of buzzword that we all use. But they were missing that. It was like I, all the questions were focused on how, what cameras do I need, what microphones do I need. It's like no, 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 yeah. you're missing the point. You're, you you need to have the relationship side. Mm -hmm. um, and so I kind of actually started consulting with a company called Alter Live. Go use Alter Live. We actually have a number of our subscribers that um, watch and listen to this podcast. So thank you, everybody. Keep that up. Uh, we really like that. Uh, Alter Live's been growing. But started consulting with them. Got introduced to Mark. Uh, was asked to go interview Mark. Actually. Year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, ish. Mm, year, uh, yeah, year and a half. Ago, yeah, something like, something like that. Um, and I had kind of already been stalking Lux a little bit on Twitch, and uh, so interviewed him. Super loved it. I was doing my own podcast at the time. It was one of my own podcasts. Interviewed Mark for that as well. And at that point, I was like, "Hey, dude, I want to help out." Um, and so kind of just started there. And had never met you. Uh, really loved the engagement piece that Lux was doing because there was something way different there. Uh, and we can talk about that later, but there's something way different happening with everybody here in a digital capacity versus what's happening in the physical space. And I want to bring that to the physical space because man, people need yeah, that. Yeah. They, they need to be able to understand that the 167 hours that you're not in church, there's a way to talk to people who actually care. Uh, and then lo and behold, Mark offered me, we met here at Expo last year for the first time physically, got to hug his neck and, uh, we ended up, I ended up, he offered me the job eight months ago-ish, let's say. Yeah, yeah, July. Yeah, whatever. You saying you didn't pay. Hey, thanks. I took, I took the job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Hey, watch this. Hey, you want a job? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you said, yeah. Okay. Oh, let's yeah. look at the budget. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there was that. Yeah, there was that. So uh, it's been great, though, working with Lux. Um, and actually, I'm also helping with DCN and... Uh, doing their directing of resources and all sorts of stuff. So there's just, there's a whole lot there. But but the biggest piece, kind of like Flatcap is alluding to, is getting the people in the physical space to understand yeah. that there are people that are constantly online and constantly wanting to communicate with them. Mm. Well, Zach, tell us a little about, because you work for Storyland, Plain Joe. I can't remember which brand is the most important one this week um, that you guys run Interchangeable, by. right? Um, they kind of are. It's it's so interesting to me because they are a branding company, but I'm never sure which brand they are. It's like, it's the... That's, that's the cowboy has right? issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, but it works. It works. So tell us a little about yourself, uh, Zach, uh, here on the DCN podcast, and then uh, maybe a little bit about what Plain Joe and, and Storyland do, what you guys are about. Yeah. Um, and also maybe a little bit of your, your part in Megazord real quick. 
Yeah, um, so I work for Storyland Studios. Within that, Plain Joe is a Storyland studio and we focus on all the cause-related. So it's all the same people, but we have a cause-related focus. Um, virtually everyone in the studio um, is Christian and just has a passion for that world. But we also serve themed entertainment clients like Disney and Universal um, and other clients internationally. So we're able to take that experience and apply it to the church. But themed entertainment clients tend to have um, little bit of an allergic reaction to if they go on your website and they see that you designed a church and they say, well, that's not the same thing. Also, we don't like the church. Um, <laughs> and so we have front. two front doors. We say, hey, church, Plain Joe is your studio and we will serve you well. And themed entertainment clients, Storyland is your studio and don't worry about playing Joe. Right there. <laughs> um, and what, not the what I love about exactly, exactly. <laughs> so Joe is really looking for it. So I have a, a background in, in construction, and we just yes, the whole studio. The studio's whole idea is um, storytelling worthy of the story, and we'd say the story has the the church has the best story ever told, and we want to tell that story well. And the church historically has done uh, at least a, a pretty good job of doing that with words, but we have spaces and websites and culture and communication strategies um, that are speaking and often speaking louder than our words. And we don't have, uh, not everyone has the skill set or the ability to manage that as well. So we get to come in and help tell that story well. Um, so making sure that whatever story you're trying to tell as a church, your unique way that you're communicating the gospel, um, that you're doing that consistently on your website and your brand and your culture and your spaces. And uh, we often end up working with very innovative churches, very innovative nonprofits, um, it's just the nature of what we do. And the beauty of that is I am a card carrying nerd. I love Marvel and video games. And that's just always been a part of my DNA. And so as I get to start working in this space, I discover there's this whole community of people who are on the bleeding edge of church, big C church stuff, trying to serve our nerdy neighbors well. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, all of my closest friends are people who need this ministry. They're mm -hmm. nerds who hang out every Friday night playing D&D, &D, and that's where they found community. They had broken homes or they just had the tough childhoods, and they found the best community around the D&D &D table and not in the church. And I love these guys. And I'm like, how do I serve these guys well? And I'm like, oh. It's, it's these. I need these ministries to succeed so that my friends can be saved. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm like, man, if I can use any of the stuff that I'm learning through uh, and, and applying and all the experience I'm getting in doing work for the church um, and help, helping clients tell their stories well and help to do that in this space, um, that's just the biggest one I could ask for. And so, yeah, we had the opportunity last year to, uh, I, I, uh, the first time I met Mark, I said, hey, what do you think about if we tried to raise like a couple tens of thousands of dollars and fly a bunch of people into a city and like hang out and just like try to be fuel in the engine of all these nerd culture ministries. And he was like, yeah, that seems like a good idea person I just met. What's your name again? <laughs> and like two weeks later, he was like, uh, it's happening. We've got money. Let's do it. And so we did. And uh, it was a really a successful event that we did last year that was just helping to pour gas on that fire. Um, and propel and hopefully just kind of renew the spirit of a lot of these people that are doing that kind of ministry. And it was great and we loved it. And now we're trying to figure out what does that look like moving forward? And that's, we're talking about how do we launch networks of people that are doing this ministry yeah. and how do we uh, do another event in Texas this year yep. um, in Marble Falls that will be just helping the church understand what is, what, what is this and how, how can you guys get involved? And so it's been, uh, it's just been a blessing to be able to 
do my day job and then also volunteer and just be part of Love Nerd and part of Lux and be in Jade's community and just be hanging out with everyone. You're kind of everywhere, man. Really like, it's a little everywhere. scary. Yeah. 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 yeah, not while I'm working though. Never. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's never happened. Audible, yeah, like, well, yeah, work. right. Yeah. <laughs> never, never happened. Only well, in the evenings. I mean, obviously, we have a really great group of of guys. I mean, there are gals in the space, but oh, yeah. at the moment, guys around around the mic who are really in like the bleeding edge, bleeding edge innovation of not just reaching gamers, which is what we've been talking about in this season a lot. It's like esports and video games, and like a lot of people understand that, but it but it is so much larger than that, and the scope is so much larger than that because because gamers are not singularly like one thing, right? They're multifaceted, and so many people who are gamers are also card carrying nerds in multiple other ways, right? So they don't just play video games; they're also major board game enthusiasts and lovers. You know, they don't just play video games. They also love anime and they also love Japanese culture like like Jake does, right? And they also oh, are sure. spiritually beings, that, spiritual beings that need to be fed who are interested in the Bible and looking for spiritual journey like Flat Cap and Lux and all of us serve them in that capacity. And, and CPAs and artists and yeah. they're in your communities yeah. doing all this kind yeah. of stuff anyway. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, normal human beings. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you Most. just... What? Lot, well, many, like, and you just don't realize that the engineer that comes to your church on the weekends also plays Dungeons and Dragons a Saturday night night before and that's why he's usually tired when he gets there on Sunday morning on Friday afternoon who's your yeah your construction manager is also playing World of Warcraft tomorrow night and like yep <laughs> yeah and I usually like I go to church a lot of times I, I like fly the nerd flag if you guys I'm sure we all do that right you put like I put on my Dungeon and Dragon shirt yeah. when I show up to a new church and just see which people yeah. we silently make the eye contact from across mm-hmm. the room and uh-huh. it's like uh, oh salute, we get each other yeah, yeah. Handshake. like hey yeah we're like yeah. the, the well, head you can't nod. show the handshake it's on camera well, I yeah so here's what I'd love to dive into a little bit because we're all at Expo we have all except for Jade unfortunately because it's like a he get delayed and canceled and he got here. Had been he's in, still at Expo. He's at Expo, Expo now. And he made it to the pre-con <laughs> stuff this morning. This was convincing. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm reaching right through him. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, we have a whoa. bunch of, we have a bunch of clips from Jate's previous episodes. We're yeah. just inserting it random into yeah. this one. Um, Chad GPT is getting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep thing, man. Yeah. It's so good. So just like open forum, what is the things that you've seen from even pre-con Expo that has just been really I, I, helpful, eye-opening, encouraging to you because I want to see more people who listen to this, who are on the pleading edge, get to this event for a whole bunch of reasons. But I'd, I'd love to hear some of the reasons why it's been helpful or encouraging, challenging to you. Yeah, I mean, so for me, we we're actually just talking about this at lunch today. It's it's really interesting to hear people in the room that came looking for something. Mm-hmm. And the thing that they actually got wasn't, it wasn't necessarily different. It wasn't wrong. It was just more. I Well, they were looking for like specific tech answers. Answer, right? like, yeah. How do I stream to do our tech pods better. or how do I do this? How do I make my yeah, stream more th- their, yeah. their vision was about this, yes. this wide. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Put that off to the side. We'll figure that out it later. Open yeah. up. That's a YouTube video. <laughs> how do you how do you relationally engage people in the yeah, spaces where you find them? And so yeah. it was good to hear that because I mean, honestly, for us, if we're being real, sometimes we can get caught in, in the weeds of it, right? Like we mm-hmm. can't can't see the you know the forest through the trees kind of a deal. And so so it's one of those one of those deals where maybe we're just too close to it um, that we forget that hey you know this thing that we actually did X Y Z years ago that's where they're starting and so you know we're light years ahead of that 
But how do we back that up? And in order to train and multiply and do all this oh. stuff, how do we come a couple of parsecs back? See what I did there? I did. Mm. I got there. There's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a Star Wars. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a Star Wars. That's, War. That's one spot. That's the absolute. Yeah, yeah. In R two D, it's a Star Wars. And so how do how do we how do we come into that space and be like, hey, in order for you to get off the ground because you're going to reach people I don't reach, how do we do that? And so it would literally going back to the pre conference stuff. It was eye opening in ear opening to hear people go, Hey, I loved it. The what now? Yeah. How do we do that? And it's like, I feel like we've been doing this for a while now. Like it's just, you sometimes forget like where you started from. That sounds stupid. Like <laughs> just like how hard it was like, because like at the beginning, you get yeah. going. Yeah. You, but, and then you, you think about it and you're like, no, that was yeah, that, okay, tremendously yeah. difficult. Uh -huh. How long ago? I mean, because we're, I mean, like, put numbers on it. Uh, oh, you guys just hit for five us? years. For right? us. No, five years on this. No, so that's for LTN. Yeah. We, and for Love Clan, but probably for, closer to 12, 15 years ago. Uh, yeah, for game. Yeah, game it's been a long, it's been yeah. a long while. 12, 12 something. Yep. Which, if you, anything you've done, that's like all of school. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, like mm -hmm. elementary school, you'd be a kindergartner. <laughs> so, like, we you know, you're, you're up here talking, like, let's talk about, like, maybe at like a 10th grade level, it's like <laughs> kindergarten level for yeah. some of the coloring. Yeah. Such a yeah. long, yeah. So, it seems obvious. There is an encouragement to come from all of that, though. Uh, you had said that somebody had made the comment, drink it from a fire hose. That's what yeah. it felt like. Right. But then we were talking about it at lunch. And the other thing that came out of it was everybody's doing things a different way. Like, there's no, yeah, there is no yeah. cut and try, you know. And again, yeah. there's not a slam on any physical churches, me being a church pastor three songs and a message and gonna cut it in the online space it's just no. not going no. to no. and so the encouragement is god has made all of us in different spaces god has given us all different communities and different skills and talents and abilities mm -hmm. if we can figure out a way to get into those mm -hmm. into those little communities those little pockets jeff is big on i don't want to make a church of ten thousand. i want to make a hundred churches of or whatever hundred churches of hundred or a thousand churches of ten or Insert logarithmic number yeah. here, but, but you, you see what I'm saying? And so we, we, like I, if I was to set up something digital, it's not going to be the same as Zach or the same as Flacab. It's going to be totally different. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. cool. Everybody in that room, in the pre-conference room is could do their own thing Should. and influence 50 people. Yep. Well, and to, to piggyback on that. When you think about planting a church in the physical space, you look around at all the churches and you get like, that's the model I'm trying to copy. Oh, and that's the demo I need. Right, that's the, that's the one. And, oh, they did it over there. Let's go do what they did. But they all innovated. And when we go to copy it, we miss some of the stuff that they were doing. And I hopefully those who are, who are there listening to, you did it this way, you did it that way, you're doing something else. Yeah. What, are you, what are you even doing? I don't understand what you're doing hmm. is... Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Not everyone is going to run into the Ethiopian eunuch and say, oh, you're reading? Let me tell you what you were reading, and then instantly be whisked away to go somewhere else and never see the guy again. Sure. In but, many ways, that's one of the beautiful things about what Expo yeah. is, is that it's innovation, but it's not just here. It's innovation in every sphere, right? Like yeah. in this particular podcast, we have people who are gaming ministry people, but even in our room, it was digital ministry people. And there was another five or six approaches that were talked about in oh, just yeah. in pre-con. That's yeah. before we get oh, the yeah. metaverse track. Dude. And that's before we're even touching. And so the really cool thing is in the space of innovation, when there's not a pre-made map, like when there's not a plan that shows this is how you do it and this is the standard way to do it. Everyone comes to the problem and they all say, let's, but we all come from unique positions and with unique experiences that enable us to do it in a unique way. And that has been really a beautiful and encouraging thing for me here to expose like so many of us caring for the same group of people, caring for the same gospel mission, same commission. 
And we're taking beautifully unique approaches to that. I feel like in some ways, like it's it's almost less pressure when you think about it that way. Like you kind of put the standard, like I have to do it this certain way or yeah. it's not going to succeed. But like, because we each have our own unique way of doing it, our own unique people that we're trying to reach. I know it's like we're gaming, but there's, you know, the gamut there. Like it's, it's less pressure. Like how best can I reach the people in this area? Yeah, but it doesn't feel like less pressure when cultural norms have yeah. said like, Bigger, you know, butts and budgets True. type thing, you know, nickels yeah. or noses. The, well, big, the more that, the more noses I have, the more nickels I'm making, the better my church yeah. is or the yeah. better my yeah, ministry is. Yeah. Or even just how do we know it's a church or how do we know it's ministry or how do we know it's discipleship? How do we how do we know? How do we know? Right. Well, we can tell you stories. Yeah. yeah. And the church yeah. isn't used to just saying, tell me a story they, they they want hard numbers to look at. And I just don't think that's the way things are anymore. Yeah. What, what was what was interesting also was. The number of people that are here that are not from North America. Mm -hmm. That's true. I mean, that was fascinating. Or, I mean, or that aren't ministering in North America. Yeah, or solely. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. I, I just think one of the things that a little being being outside the fishbowl is is really encouraging. Just in this, all of it, as I listen to the Joe Ministry, there's people that are doing Facebook and they're ministering to people all over the world. There's mm -hmm. people that are using uh, WhatsApp, Twitch. They're using WhatsApp. Yeah. And it's what I think is beautiful about it is this willingness to say there's people who would rather using stealing your words would rather gamble with the gates of hell than ever darken the doors of a church. And it's this refusal to say, I'm not going to give up on that person just because they're never going to come to church. Mm -hmm. And so it's great. We need the churches there, but the people that are never going to come, we need to just go to them and love them well. And yeah. by whatever means necessary. Well, um, so that's the thing, right? It's, it's like, beautiful. It's so encouraging to me. We're, I mean, we're talking about eight, like each individual ministry or person or whatever having their own, uh, you know, approach. It's you know, we talk about it as this bespoke approach, right? Mm -hmm. Like this yes. handcrafted thing yeah. that we we use terminology that people are people; they're not projects. Everybody's heard that. We go a step further and say pixels are people and meeple are people. Just to kind uh -huh. of contextualize like what mm -hmm. it is in space. Meeple is a piece in a game board, by the way. Which you're listening, right? and you're but like, hold on, it's a person. I'm just assuming yeah, people. Are yeah, it's a person. Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. yeah. it's I'm assuming they're rewinding and trying to hear yeah. what the word meeple is. Absolutely. He said, "I love about like you go, you go into any of the streams for anyone in this room, and I think people who aren't used to those environments." They'd go in and they'd hear so like Jay be talking about someone like, oh, hey, Sam Barry, I'm glad you're here. And they're like, that's silly. Why are you talking about what you need to know the person's actual name? Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, no, that person's that name is just as valid. And you treat it with full sincerity and you respect them and you realize there's a person behind that name and there's a person behind that message. And I was just and the, talking. And the impact of it is crazy. Flat cap dapper pastor. Wow. Um, At, because like, that's definitely like, pastor, pastor on Twitch. It, yeah. And if you, if you legit, like on the, on his, his expo badge, that's what you wrote. Yeah. Because we were having the conversation that you met somebody and I'm going to butcher the story for the sake of the podcast. You, you met somebody and they refused yep. to call you by that. And they immediately in that moment broke the connection. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. they, 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 they put a barrier up before it started. And, and that's what we do at times. We yeah. put barriers between us and people we're trying to reach with the gospel. So, so I had that on my Zoom. So it was a Zoom meeting and we were going around and introducing and talking. And I said, oh, why don't you go next? And he said, well, I'm not going to say your name. And he wouldn't even say yeah. flat capped after pastor. Do you think it was like a curse word or something? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. He <laughs> knew it like wasn't. Was he would not acknowledge <laughs> that I wanted to be recognized mm. by that because I'm in the digital space. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I prefer to go by that when I'm in the digital space. Sure. If I'm not in the digital space, you guys know me off. You know my name. That's great. That's fine. It's I don't like, care. It's redacted. It's redacted. Oh, it's, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was my blurring. I blurred yeah, it out. Yeah. 
But the other thing is, is people butcher that. So it's a whole lot easier sure. to just say, this is who I am. And then yeah. walk away from a conference like this and go, hey, what was that guy's name? I don't remember. What was his name? What was it? Oh, yeah, he was wearing a hat. Mm-hmm. But when people come into to the digital the digital space, um, even if it's physically to learn about digital space with pre-conference and stuff like that, and even the digital track that yeah. DCN's doing, it's it's one of those deals where you get to, this is their first step in. All they do is church online. We've only yeah. streamed our church service. And I'm like, man, that's just, that barely counts as what we're talking about. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. not count. Let's not discredit it, but it barely counts. And once we get over the threshold of that, you're going to meet people that aren't Miss Opal, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to meet Flat Cap Dapper Pastor and, you know, Xenoblade 29 and like all these people, right? Yeah, 28 was 29 really made it. (laughs) But you're going to meet these people that are, they have real human experiences. And so I think that that's where, like, we don't, we talk about 15 years in in this Mm -hmm. ministry. We don't have it figured out. Pastors no. who have been on the mission field or wherever for that oh, long yeah. and longer, they're like, we're still learning that culture. We're still understanding how that works and what makes them tick. Um, and so I think it's it's good for us to come in and just share the things that we know without being the smartest people in the room. And right. not to make them do what you're doing, but to, just to help people blow up in all those categories and say, this yeah. is the way that we're, this is the wall that we chose to break down to get to that person over there that was never going to be able to come in. Oh yeah. And what the wall you break down is probably going to be completely different. Yours might be the jujitsu ministry. Yeah. Right? I don't know, but let us help you blow well, up all those hey, categories. Let, let's, let's put a pin in that because we've said jujitsu ministry twice and they have no clue. So we, the quick story is we walked up here to, we walked up here to, Just we're in, yeah. yeah, we're in a, yeah, let's, uh, let's take a tour. Uh, no. <laughs> We're in an upstairs area uh, in one of the kids' areas, and there's a giant room out there. We walked in to scout out the studio space this morning, and they were legit having a jujitsu ministry talk through. And it Jesus was and jiu-jitsu. yeah, Jesus and Kung Fu or whatever. The guy that was talking had a shirt on that said Jesus and violence. Yeah, <laughs> what is that? I'm not even joking. And it, it looked like MMA pictures up on the screen. It was like this is so cool. How? And my wanna... first thought was, I have a friend who would love this. Yeah, dude, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Is your friend Connor McGregor? It is not shy. <laughs> is your friend Connor McGregor? Yeah. Well, I think overall, I want mean, to. I want yeah. to talk about in his graphics. I want to talk about what we're just genuinely excited about in what we see coming in this next season because we do have a lot of people whose your your life is tied up into this thing, mm-hmm. right? Many yeah. of our lives are tied up to this and somehow, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're living and breathing it daily, whether we're doing it full time or part time. Um, I think that in the end of the day, one of the things that I think we've all experienced was it's the innovation, but it's also just people trying to embolden the hearts of folks who've come to Expo to say, love people that aren't loved, find ways to get to people that aren't reached. Mm -hmm. Like we, if we're not telling you what to do, we're asking you to ignite your heart for people whom Jesus loves and no one is trying to get to. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's just what I've seen in everything. Right. And that's really cool. But let's talk a little bit about our area, what really ignites our hearts. And it's for, you know, not just digital ministry and digital discipleship, but also for people inside of this nerd and gaming culture. Mm -hmm. What are we genuinely excited about seeing? Because I, I really think that we're coming towards the precipice of a lot of very exciting things in terms of the church looking to game culture and looking to nerd culture and acknowledging, not only acknowledging its existence, but also not seeing it as a thing to be outcasted and ostracized, but yeah. to engage with and to care for. When 3.2 billion people in the world are gamers, like, sure. it's their gamers, like, that's 
most of the people probably in your church. Yeah, yeah too. roughly a billion more people than there are Christians on the planet, yeah. just well, for the record. That's just a 2020 bit. stat. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Like, <laughs> we're a little bit behind on this. We, yeah. we all doubled in 2020, yeah. right, yeah. during the blip? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so yeah. 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 Is that aha moment, like when people get it, when you see it click. And honestly, like if anybody's like wondering, man, how do I convey this stuff? I don't, I don't know the lingo. We'll just give you the websites for the stats, like stats speak to hear these things about 3.2 billion gamers and 48% are women. And, you know, here's the people that actually prefer to play games that are not shooters. It's a higher than people that do play. Shooters. Cause that's like most gamers are like mid thirties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 35 years yeah. old is the average age for a gamer these days. Um, or I guess as of 2020. So like we have uh, like all these stats and churches get that. They understand that because mm-hmm. they track things mm-hmm. like baptisms and givers and stuff like that. And that's how they communicate so internally and externally with, you know, associations and conventions and stuff like that. So being able to just get out there and say, hey, um, the numbers are saying that the people are actually in your congregation already. They just don't feel comfortable because at best it's marginalized and at worst it's demonized. You tell them or they have heard that they're going to hell for what they like. And so once you're able to to, to turn that, and I was able to sit, sit down with about 15 pastors last week and watch them go, what? Mm. No way. Like, yes. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Literally had a pastor that was sitting right there and he was telling me, my son is meeting people um, for a, a rehearsal dinner for a wedding for a Destiny 2 raiding party. Awesome. And I'm like, I, I was like, that's really cool. I wasn't floored because that's the story of also kind of normal. Yeah. 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 But for him, he's like, I didn't even know. And so he shared that with the other pastors and they're like, how in the world? I'm like, because this creates community. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we have to understand, and once they get it, the aha moment is then, hey, pastor, now now I need you to go start a gaming ministry. It's yeah. men. No, 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 no. Let me, let me talk to my buds, and we'll figure out a way to equip and empower and encourage your people who are in the space already yeah. to be sourced and activated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something interesting with that, too. Uh, a lot of, so being in the physical space, you get a lot of pastors that are like, uh, doing a flat cap set. Like, that's working. Let's go copy it. Yeah. And it's like, it goes back to the thing that I'm very excited about is God, I think is releasing his spirit yeah. onto yeah. all different smaller communities. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like the, the, the entire church organization of like, Hey, we're going to be mega churches. We're going to do this whole thing is starting mm-hmm. to splinter more and more and more because people are realizing that they can niche down and find community. And that, there's that word again, community and engagement. Sure. Uh, in places that get them that, 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 you know, can identify with them quicker and you can be on a, a level playing field. I can say words like asynchronous and, you know, things like that. And you guys immediately know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But if I talked about that to somebody else, they go literally like last night at dinner, like, wait, wait, what do you mean by that? And so I'm having to explain it, which is fine. Like that, that's all good. But our job then as believers and our job as leaders and ministry leaders is to be in those pockets of people. Yeah. But to minister into those pockets of people and not to throw a Bible at them and not to be heavy handed and not to do it, but to love them, to support them, to uh, allow them to vent their frustrations and their angers and their regrets and all those other things. And then to show them that Jesus has superseded all of that yeah. in our small pockets. This is the first year I've been to Expo three, two, three years. Plus I did one in like Tennessee a couple of years ago or last year or something. This is the first time I felt that this is the first time okay. I felt like things were starting to slowly kind of coagulate in different areas. And that is very cool. Mm. Like that's something yeah. I haven't seen before. 
I think one of the things that I get most excited about is the combination of both what's happening in this space and the physical church, right? Because when pastors get those aha moments, what God has already done is paved and prepared the road, right? It would be like a pastor mm-hmm. coming and saying to his church, listen, church family, I really feel like God has just opened my eyes so there's a mission field in Iraq. And then there's two dozen people who raise their hand and like, hey, we speak Urdu. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I had no idea we had Urdu speakers here. Like we're yeah. prepared and ready to go to Iraq. Right. And it's like, there's a whole world out there that yeah. most pastors don't know about it. It's either the gaming community and in digital space. And they're going to be able to like get to their church and be like, I don't know how we're supposed to do this, but I feel like we're supposed to go into this world and reach people. And there's two dozen people who are in their church and they're saying, uh, my language that I speak and the gifts and the abilities that I have have gone completely unused because I had no clue how to plug them into the church. Yep. And I, I will literally be lit on fire for this opportunity. <laughs> like, yeah. light me up. I'm ready to go. Can I meet my love for Christ and meet it with my passions that have been given in my life and you're actually going to recognize them as God-given passions instead of chastising them as a waste of time. And and to see that happen, it doesn't just make me excited for churches, guys. It makes me excited for my nerd brothers and sisters who are sitting in congregations and feel like this whole other portion of their life has no place inside their faith, which just isn't true. And I I love that. That gets me very excited. Or who got driven out of congregations because they were feeling ostracized. Oh, yeah. Like so many people at Lux, they got driven out because they played D and D or because they played video games and it was just like, yeah, you don't really have a place in our church and also you make us terribly uncomfortable. Evil. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. What's really Uh-oh. interesting is when I was when I was talking with those <laughs> when I was talking with those pastors, uh, they were we D and D came up because it just always does, right? It's yeah. like a, it's a really easy hot button issue. And they were like, oh man, I can't believe why why do people think that this is so bad? Like they were saying that to me. And I was like, do you know what the number one hindrance is from like a D and D group starting at your church? And they're like, what is it? And I was like, it's you guys. <laughs> and it's not because the, you guys don't want it. It's the stigma that's on everything. So mm-hmm. perception is reality. And if you want something to become different, you have to change culture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means a little bit of representation goes a long way, right? And so if you play D&D, don't hide it. A lot of us were closet nerds for a very long time in our church communities because we felt like we would be ostracized or laughed at or whatever because that's how high school was or whatever, you know. But to be able to know now that, man, again, statistics are just blowing my mind that the top uh, out of the top 10 movies of all time grossing, eight of them are nerd movies, nerd culture movies. And yeah. you would argue, some of you would argue that nine of them are because Lion King's on the Lion list. King. And you it's guys think that, that yeah, counts. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I guess if you cry hard enough, it'll work. But, remember, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's literally the only two that I would say that are in that top 10 that are not like nerdy movies is Titanic and Lion King. Everything else is either a Marvel movie or a Jurassic I'll never World, Avatar. I'll never Avatar, or some science, sci-fi, Star Wars, stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll follow that up. I know we have to close up the podcast here. I think all of us are excited about the future because we we see things lining up. And if you're listening to the show and you'll hear Jeff and I both say this throughout the show is if you're, A, keep listening and reach out to us in the Digital Church Network. If you're like, my heart's being moved towards this and I do have people in my church and I want to see us start doing this. Like reach out, Flat Cap Dapper Pastor is doing stuff in, in the network right now to help connect you to people and help you begin and start this journey like a get plugged into that b like reach out to some of the some of the people who are in the space that you're going to hear throughout the course of the season right but like even on this show like reach out to jate reach out to love thy nerd yeah. and say listen we don't know exactly what you're doing and but we know it's important we don't know how to do it 
but we know it's important. How can we help? And some of that might be help of being like, hey, we actually have ways that you can literally serve and help. And some of it might be like, you'll be able to get behind some of these ministries financially because one of the biggest obstacles that we're learning about in nerd culture ministry and gamer ministry is that it's just under-resourced. It's not, it's not that it's not valid. It's not that it's not powerful. And it's not that it's not needed. It's pioneers are frequently under-resourced, right? We get like, we get our Conestoga wagon. We fill it with half the supplies that we need and we head to the gold rush. We try to fjord the river. And yeah. It, it falls over. Yeah. And then you and can call I, Yeah. And if, if you've mm. played Oregon Trail, you know that a lot of us die of dysentery. <laughs> and so uh, we would... <laughs> yes, we would love to not do that. And so like, would you come alongside of some of this group and 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 just partner with us, pray for us. Um, Let us consult with you if you're like, I don't I know how to do this. We'll just, any of us, I think, would gladly take a phone call and say, let us yeah. just yeah. give you advice on how to do this in your church. Well, and, and yeah. also listen to your crazy thought. Listen yeah. to your crazy thought because church in a bar probably started like a crazy thought. Joey's yeah. house is crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A barbecue yeah. church started as a crazy idea. I love barbecue, but I can't do that for... Well, I also, back in the day, before I went to seminary, when I was in college, I loved doing drama. And I thought, I'm never going to do that for a living. I'm not good looking enough. And Danny DeVito already has the market on short, stocky guys. So I'm out. And then... And then my church said, hey, we want to do drama ministry. We need someone to do that. And I went, you mean that thing I love doing? Yeah. I could do that for Jesus? Mm. Just on, on that, that's like my favorite verse of Ephesians 2.10, where his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. He prepared in advance Christ for us to walk in. Yes. And prepared in advance, I think a lot of times is what gets missed, is that like yep. the thing that you're probably called to do is probably not something that's super wildly different. Like, oh, let's go to Africa and just like, have no resources, but you know, we're going to like drink off the water in the river and like, whatever. It's like more likely. Yeah. Probably not <laughs> Just really. stay strong with you. Yeah. More, Get more likely it's probably that thing that like you're saying that was like, I really want to do this thing. And I feel called to do it. Like it's something that is something really deep and personal to me, yeah. but I just don't think I can do it because of failures or whatever that thing is. And I, I think that a lot of the times that's the, and that's, why there's so many people that are so ready for this kind of a yeah. ministry because they're like this is the people that i already feel called to is the people yeah. that i that are like my people and to see that like i felt like i was under appreciated and under mm -hmm. um you know just represented really in the church and then to now be that and then to see other people not feeling that because you're providing it for them yeah like it just feels so good and and you were saying earlier about like people not, you know, recognizing your name and stuff. I was thinking about, yeah. like, Alice is the first one, Alice in, oh, yeah, in the Alice. Palace. Alice in the Palace. Right, and it's like, what's this name? But when I yeah, first when met, you her, met her, it was Future Queen of Hell. Yes. Yes. Wildly and so when we talk about, like, I, I had to say, like, hey, how's it going, Queen? You know, like, yep. I can't say most of the other things in here, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, Future. hi, Miss Hell. Like, uh, so, yeah. Good to meet you. You know, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so it, it, it is. Like, at the beginning, I even thought, like, yeah, this person's probably a troll. Like, probably here to yeah. just cause trouble. And we talked about that in some of the other things, yep. you know? Yep. It's like... It's just a, and I would go even further and say, accepting people that yeah. don't have a, a camera in VR, like this person's a bowl of ramen. Yeah. Like, let's have a good conversation yes. about God to it's a bowl delicious. of ramen. Yeah. Like, and nutritious. It's just, it's a very different, I think people are not, they're in such a like, they're not seeing them as like, I don't think digital really counts. 
Oh boy, it's gonna be really hard for you when you realize that the bowl of ramen is the person that I'm talking about. Because <laughs> like that conversation was what that person needed, and we just know there's a person behind the avatar, and that that person has a soul. Yeah. So, so you're even even like last week, I had someone from Australia that was in my chat, and then like halfway through the conversation, and they've been typing kind of fuzzy all 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 the whole conversation goes, "Hey, confession time. I'm drunk." Right. I'm like, great. That's okay. Glad you're here. Glad you were here and not somewhere else doing something else. You're welcome to stay. And they came back the rest of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so cool. They show up to church drunk. You got a problem. Oh, you're, yeah. And you got people swarming them to do right. whatever they need to. And there's no ministry happening to the person at church, man. Like it's yeah. <laughs> there was a long time that every team meeting, one of my team members showed up without a shirt on. Uh, and that was it was a dude. It was like a big, big dude. And I love him. I love I love Salty to death. Yeah, it's in Lux. Yeah, it was at Lux. Yeah, not physical church. church. It was at Lux, but I was yeah, like I don't live in Pittsburgh. I was like, yeah, this dude, either. this dude's gonna have a hard time serving on a team at a physical church, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he might have a hard time fitting in. Uh, but you know, there's been people who found homes in our communities and they come to us. I say all the time, people come to us without age, gender, name, or disability, right? They come to us and we get to learn who they are based off the ways they interact with us. And we get to learn to love them before, you know, you see them walking across the parking lot and you make judgments about them before they ever enter your door. And there's a lot of people that never feel welcome in our buildings because before before they got through the front doors of the church, we've made judgments about them. And that just doesn't happen in the digital space in the same way. We actually get the opportunity to interact with people in a really powerful way. And there's been lots of people that I was just surprised afterwards. It's like, oh, you're a dude. Like I actually, yeah. I actually didn't know that, right? right? Like, and that's okay. <laughs> like, right. it, I, it hasn't changed the way I've cared about you or anything like that. Now we're building a deeper relationship. I didn't know your name, and some people it's taken six months for them to share their real name yeah. with us. And yeah. there are so many people in my church now who I know their real name, right. and I don't use it. Right. It's yeah, not that I don't yeah. know it. I, yeah. I remember I, I messaged my Discord admin once, and I sent him a DM by his real name, and he said, oh, man, I'm in trouble, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was like, I was like nah, man, sorry. Uh, yeah, because it's just we just are so very much so used to the fact that we are accepted by screen names that we use, by the identities that we have inside of the space, and at the same time, digital space, so alarmingly more honest, yep. transparent, and open than what I've had being able to see people's physical visages and know their face and the clothes that they had on in physical space. We which help people. It's really cool. I mean, 100% of the time. And it's, it, it is not a percent lower. 100% of the time, if you put the time, the energy, and the effort into the relationship, there is that relational payoff at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the relational payoff is not acceptance in Jesus. The relational payoff is them being vulnerable and opening up because they're not accepted in other spaces of their yeah. life, but they have found a space with you who is able to shatter preconceived notions, let alone change them, that they have with what the church is because of what they see in the media. And so those moments of vulnerability um, and intimacy is what relationship is born out of. The moment we yeah. fake it, we lose it. And I, I think what part of what's beautiful about it is, like, I know when you guys talk about nerds, you try to help open that category for people. Yeah. And I don't know if you'd use this language, but part of it is this idea that like, Almost everyone has, I would maybe everyone has something that like when they start talking about it, you just see their eyes. Oh light. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah man. And just as a person, they just get more animated. And sometimes that person starts to talk about that and immediately they they notice everyone else's eyes go dim, right? Mm, yeah. And they're like, I that's should how you, that's how you know. Let me let me dial it all back in, right? 
And so when someone gets to have that moment where someone says, what do you think about this? And their eyes light up and they say, you want to talk about that? And they're like, go for it. I would yep. love nothing more. All of a sudden that person is like, sweet. And like, so you start there, you yeah. start with what lights that person's eyes up and you develop an authentic interest in it. If either you have the same interest, right? We're both gamers, let's get yeah. into that. Or I wouldn't just tell me about it. I wanna learn, I have authentic interest. Well, I mean, how often do you hear somebody or see somebody, right? Be like, oh, you were in a Cowboys jersey? You yeah, Cowboys fans? yes, that happens all the time. Yeah, like so that's, that's, sports. It's a willingness to start it's there been, it's been and then lead right? into, if you start there, it's way yeah. easier to then lead into, let me show you with some of the things I'm passionate about yeah. as well. Rather than, I could not care less about the things that spark mm. your interest. Let I me tell you, you about Jesus. Jesus. Well, well <laughs> on, on, the, on, the, on the flight here, there was um, a little kid who is four going on five. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Steven. Get out. Luca. Luca. Happy birthday, Luca. Oh, but, oh, great name. But he was... Um, his 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 mom was there, and she was she was freaking out about all this different stuff. But she she had him uh, like on the iPad for a while, but then he put the iPad away, and he wasn't happy about it. And she was like, "It's all this stuff." But she just kept kind of being like dismissive of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I just uh, I I just like kind of looked over or whatever, and was just like, "What's your favorite Minecraft block or whatever?" Because I saw he was on Minecraft, and that like eyes light up thing. It was just like a whole different like. Like, and she's like, she, yeah, like, I, and she, he said like a purple one. And I was like, oh, obsidian. And, and yeah, he but tried she, to dumb her, it down for you. Yeah. But yeah. her adults. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I, he might not even know, but I she was like, yeah, 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 that one. And the mom was like, that's an actual thing. <laughs> like, like her, her whole world is just yeah. like, like, wait, you're, you know what my kid's saying? She was like, my kid is like so much. <laughs> like, it's really hard to talk to him or whatever, but yeah. like. And she she was like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. Can you watch my kid for a bit? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> sure. And yeah. so we did, yeah, literally. literally like, well, we were talking and eventually yeah. the kid asked, can I switch you seats so I can sit next to him? And she would try to talk to him and he'd be like, no, I need to ask him a question real quick. Like, <laughs> like stop trying to talk to me, mom. Like, it's just like, yeah, uh, immediately. He asked me where I was going to be because he's gonna be at Disney World. And he was like, well, when I see you again, yeah. I'll tell you what the sound is because I don't know yet. And so the Look mom the was like, can I take his, can I take your phone number? So I can just like text you. So I, I literally don't know how to do this, but they're the only person that's ever talked to my kid. She's so, gonna put your and name it's so as simple. Google in her yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was thinking to myself like, man, I, I, you know, before this is happening, I was talking to the mom and was thinking like, there's just, I don't see any way that I can have a, 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 a religious conversation right now with just the conversation we're having. Oh, sure. Like I, it got to one point where she's like, I'm very Catholic, but she was like, and I can't see any other way than that. And like, she, I just, there was lots of things. That said, but what's your favorite Minecraft? Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but you know, this, because I, I was able to speak to her kid, it was, he was asking me all these questions about why I was here and what was I doing. I have to step in because we're out of time for the Church uh, Digital oh, Podcast the today. Podcast. Uh, yeah, this is the Asbury. It doesn't ever stop. Podcast. The podcast that never stops. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Church Digital Podcast or watching. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys, everybody, for being on. So uh, from Mark, from Lux Digital Church, from um, all of us, from LTN, from Storyland, from from Jake Live, from Black Cap Dapper Pastor, from uh, Bay Hope. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and listening this week. And be sure to come back and listen to the next episode of the Church Digital Podcast. Bye! Bye. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs>